Now we return you to the test card and some music. to the pilot take 115 a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present he is jed shepherd like i rob jelly aka rob jelly the, the third, third. how's it going rob and so dry Uno, dos, tres. Okay, we get it. You know some oh, languages. Excellent. Yeah, well, I'm only counting three, three languages. Four if you count English. You'd, you'd be good in Sesame Street. I would. As long as you were, um, if they give you like a ten-second segment, yeah, where you, oh. you don't even have to count three. Yeah, no more than that. That's all if, I need. If you could be up in Sesame Street, who yeah. would you want to duo with? Who would you? Oh, what's that's the deal? A... You could be, it could be Sesame Street or the Muppet Show. Who would you want to do a duet with or scene with? I think you'd be great, at Fuzzy Bear. Yeah, a scene yeah. where I mean, my, my instinct said to go for something like Cookie Monster, but um, it, it, it's too crazy. You can't have both or, of you on I mean, the screen uh, at the same time. No, Gonzo maybe. Oh no, that's my one. Okay, no, uh, Fuzzy Bear's sounds a good one. Yeah. I think that I think I would, that the two of us would have a rapport. It'd be good if like it was like the the whole set was like a comedy, uh, like a stand-up comedy night. Yeah, and you're like going Fuzzy, like, like <laughs> I've worn, I've worn them up for you. You go out and knock it out yeah. of the park. Uh, yeah, I warm up. <laughs> um, and then you just oh. watched him like die on his feet. Um, I can't believe how long ago we've done the Sesame Street show. It was like, so good. That was like ages ago. So, yeah, if this is one of the first episodes you're popping into on the pilot podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah. Welcome on board. But we have done 114 episodes of this podcast now, which Ooh. means we've done 228 pilot TV episodes, <laughs> uh, give or take a few weeks where we've done some specials like. Yeah. Comic Con, um, Theme Tune Week, special, yeah. Christmas Week as well. We've done a couple of Christmas specials as well. Yeah. Um, so there were there about 220 TV pilot episodes have been watched, broken mm. down and reviewed. Um, some have made us go on to watch the whole show and yep. others we've regretted picking. Um, <laughs> mainly my choices, I'll be honest with you. I still can't believe your Dark Crystal thing from last oh, week. Oh, you, you haven't I, got over this yet? No, I haven't because like Dark Crystal is genuinely one of the best TV shows Around at the moment. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You blah, gave it like blah, a four. Blah. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Four. Yeah, yeah. Get over I it. I can't get over that. You, you just don't like to. puppets. You, you do. don't like puppets. I love puppets. I've got a puppet. Do you, what do you mean you've got a puppet? I have a puppet. You Pablo, mean? the orangutan. What? Oh, right. Is next, that... next week, I'll bring Pablo in. You can't in. just spring Pablo on me all of a sudden. Yeah, Pablo, the orangutan. What? I'll bring Pablo in next week. I've known you for a good few years now, yeah. and you've never mentioned Pablo once. I've had Pablo since I was at uni, so like... Gears. What? Okay, he's coming next week. Okay. Pablo will be on the podcast yeah. next week. Special well, guest. You never told me about your um the improv thing. Oh right, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You've just had like lunch together and I was like, <laughs> How'd that go? <laughs> it's been like the last two hours together and so I mentioned it. Amazing. Yeah. You did Simply four hours of improv. Six. Oh my god. So uh, quick recap, I interviewed a couple who are both uh, comedians, both improv comedians, writers, uh, performance artists, I think would be fair to say, because they do all manner of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they last year put on a 24-hour improvised comedy marathon. Okay. okay? Non-stop improvised comedy on stage with various different sort of actors, stage artists and comedians, right? Real great success, raised a lot of money for charity. So let's do it again this year. They came in last year to talk to me about it on the radio. Um, I was like, 
amazing. Sounds like great fun. I should come down and check this out at some point. Anyway, stuff gets in the way. Life gets in the way. Didn't happen. Yeah. Got in touch this year. Hey, Rob, we're doing it again. Can we come in to talk about it? Absolutely, you can. It was a great laugh. Small caveat. I'm no, 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 no. So I went, I went, small caveat, can you bring another game with you? Because we nice. did a game last year, yeah. which was totally thrown at me on, on air live. So I'm not, not, yeah, love yeah. that. I love a challenge. So I went, bring a game, but bring a different game this time. Yeah. So we did that. Anyway, I had a load of fun with it. Did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end of the interview, they said, well, we'd like to, if, if, you, if you're up for it, we've got a little treat for you. And I was like, okay, what's that? Anyway, we'd like you to be in the Improvathon. And I was like, I'm in. Damn right. Yeah, absolutely. What have I got to do? Make a character up. Okay. Anyone you like. Uh, and you're going to be on board a spaceship in the future. It's like, yeah. I'm in. I've already got it decided. In my head. I knew who it was. Yeah. So I signed up to do the first four hours or two episodes. So it's 12 two-hour episodes back to back with like an te- well, hour and 50 minutes of 10-minute break in between. And did you do the character that you said you were going to do? Yes. In my head, I knew who it was going to be. Right. I didn't say that on air okay. until nearer the time. Um, and essentially, I was playing the recently thawed out, having been cryogenically frozen, mm. drummer from Huey Lewis and the News. I'd watch that sitcom. Right. So I'd been frozen in the year 2020 Yeah. Okay. with the rest of the band. Yeah. And we've been frozen for 400-ish years to come back for our 500th anniversary tour in the year 2480. Okay. <laughs> but this was in the year 2424. I've yeah. been thawed out a bit too soon. Right, right. So it's right. the it's you following me and how I go about finding my way around the spaceship. Anyway, and the rest bump, of the band are still thought, yeah they're still in the freeze. Right, right, right. right. Turns out I bumped into Keith Moon, didn't I? Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> now, just a quick oh, I could go on about this for ages, so I won't go too much. But ultimately, I was having so much fun after the first episode. Yeah, I said to Ali, the director, I said, "Can I stay for two more hours? Like, <laughs> can I stay for the third episode?" And she was like, "Yeah." I reckon we can probably squeeze you in for another. I was like, brilliant. I was like, if you need to write me out, write me out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got written out and at, uh, <laughs> after the third episode, which is fine by me because it was one o'clock in the morning get, at this point. How'd you get written out? Um, so they sent, so this is how, this is how my six hour improv comedy debut yeah. ended. Right. Uh, at the end of the episode, um, a lady called Sally Sparkle, that was her character. Yeah. Okay. Was converted to Mormon, Mormonism. Yeah. She was sent down to earth. Okay. okay. With the good book. Oh, Along with an AI golf instructor called Mulligan right. in a pod. Good name. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, you can't travel through time and space unless you've got a decent soundtrack. Yeah. So to play them out of the spaceship, nice. right? Willie McGilly, my character, yeah. okay, made up name for it, is going to play the space drums live on stage with drumsticks and everything. No boxes, way. weird like cup things, a yeah. tambourine, a makeup bag, you know, just cacophony of props as a drum kit did you do that like just just i drummed properly to yeah. the power of love by huey lewis and the news <laughs> which was being performed on a piano right what in a jazz style live yeah whilst another mormon spoken word performed the lyrics <laughs> like a sonnet from shakespeare wow everything you're thinking in your head yeah is happening and more. And there's backing singers going on. There's a smoke machine going off. This is 10 to 1 in the morning. When you said when you say smoke machine, yes. did, you, did you guys have a smoke before you had this? Because it sounds like, a, like no. a weird fever dream. Sober as a judge, okay? <laughs> Sober as a judge. It was madness, wow. but um, too much fun. Did you, did you film any of it? No, I, I'll be honest with you. I took the GoPro and everything, yeah, yeah. and I got so wrapped up in the character and the, and the getting ready for it, I yeah, totally yeah. forgot to set the camera <laughs> up. 
There are some photos doing rounds though nice. uh, on my Twitter and Instagram, so you can have a look and a little spy at some of that. But um, that sounds awesome. It man. was immense, and I'm going to be doing some more. So cool. um, I'll, I'll at, try and come see you. I'll let, let you know the next time I yeah, do the yeah, show, yeah. and uh, yeah, maybe we can get a little uh, little night out going. Yeah, It'll yeah. Be amazing. But it's <laughs> a, a, immense fun. Wow, immense fun. Sounds good. Have we been up to? Yeah, all good. Um, Playing space drums. I haven't been playing space drums, just uh, finishing off film stuff and writing a few things. Uh, but, you know, same as always. Follow me on, on Twitter and Instagram to find out all about that. I think we should get on we with We should. The- Quick mention to a new listener to the podcast Ooh, okay. who gets a mention. Uh, it's my brother-in-law, Chris, yep. uh, hey, who's going who's to specifically love this episode Why? because of uh, the show I picked this week. Ah, he's a big fan. So he's the blame. He's the blame for right. this one. Um, uh, he has managed to get a work colleague on board uh, the pilot podcast as well. Nice. So uh, welcome aboard, Vicky. Hello, Vicky. Um, Good name. Thanks very much. Feel free to dip back into a previous episodes at your leisure that's yeah. the best part about the podcast check out uh, the number one what we, we say to, to check out for newcomers is the pug wall episode of course pug wall episode yeah. and take 100 which is our theme tune special <laughs> that which is a sure joy we, yeah no, that's that the one definitely need that'll drag that. them in yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah welcome aboard if you're a new listener thank you very much do let us know uh, who you are on twitter we'll give you the details at the end yeah. but it is time to crack on that's and uh, it's going to be my show first this week okay. and uh, we've both been away to watch these shows and here we are reviewing them first up is Wonder Woman. Ah, what a theme tune. It's a good theme song. How did we not do this in Take 100? Tell you what, it's very long though, isn't it? I Two was minutes? Like, yeah, I was like, wow, this is still going. This is, this is still... This <laughs> it was a little bit of me thinking the same thing. After, <laughs> after about 90 seconds, I was like, any time now the show could start, it's yeah. fine by me. Like, I wasn't bored, but I was definitely noticing how long it was Yeah, it's a good theme song. Um, I wish they showed like more action like live action during the theme song rather than just the kind of cartoon yeah element but yeah, um, no, I understand that no I mean it's a classic isn't it it's, it, yeah first things first a theme tune for the first time in a few weeks yeah. that we've had on the pilot podcast which is excellent yeah. and it sings the title of the show sings the title and it gives you a bit of the background as well yeah um, a bit of storyline yeah. to it which is good um, so to be clear this is the episode Wonder Woman meets Baroness von Gunther yeah. um, now this is technically technically the second episode the mm. first of which is actually the original film from uh, 1976 which was unaired uh, sorry, 1975, yes. Yeah. Well, well, I think it was unaired at the time in the UK. It may have been aired in the US right. in 75, in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, I guess, then come to see it eventually down the line. But we first thing we'd seen in the UK was the pilot episode, this one, yeah. uh, on the 21st of April, 1976. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is sometimes referred to as episode one, sometimes referred to as episode two. But it's the one where... Wonder Woman meets Baroness von Gunther. Yeah, and to confuse things even more, sometimes it's called The New Adventures of Wonder Woman, yes. and sometimes it's just called Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, it depends on what season you're watching. Yeah, absolutely. It's three seasons, 60 episodes, but we're just doing that. What this one for now. So yeah. um, overall storyline is that, um, well, you already know who Wonder Woman is. There's no real introduction to her as such in this episode anywhere. No. And I think this possibly comes off the fact that they had the television film yeah. beforehand. It's certainly in the US. Yes. Um, so whether or not people would have been at a disadvantage watching this show, 
in the you know back in 1976 yeah. having no idea who she is because there's a, there's a large amount of backstory there's so much backstory. built into the film in 75 yeah but also the f- the film from what i've r- briefly read before this have you um, seen the new one the new, new one wonder woman film but from like, oh yeah i have yeah yeah with yeah, yeah. um is it not Brie Larson? Is it? It's um, um, it's um, um, that's bad. the Israeli yeah. lady. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much a, a remake of the original. So if you've seen it, you get an idea of kind of how the backstory's told. And yeah, I well, mean, it, obviously she, it's been yeah. modernised, but so what? What we so we, what we don't see in this episode is where she came from. This island called Paradise Island, it's yeah. usually called and the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, where it's full of like Amazonian kind of strong, um, athletic. Warrior woman, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and sh- her name was Diana Prince, and she's found her way to out of that civilization. Yeah. Yeah, to essentially our civilization. And I think this is sort of. This, this, is this episode set post World War II yeah. or pre World War II? It's post. I think it's post, World isn't it? World War II, yeah, yeah. So it's late 40s, maybe early 50s. I think it's around. Maybe even. Is it even later than that? Yeah. Is it? I know she's like. So she joined the military um, first up. Um, but she joined the military in a really in a secretarial role, mm. which is part of her disguise. Just as Diana Prince, yeah. And to be fair, like, I mean, the first thing you'll notice about Wonder Woman is just um, Linda Carter, who plays her, is just drop dead gorgeous. Like, yeah. for, sometimes you look at a show and go, "Oh, yeah, she's pretty from '70s standards," but she is still pretty timeless. Today. I mean, she, she's a knockout today. Yeah. Even. Um, but like, when they try and like make her a little bit less pretty in the in the kind of Diana Prince role as Besides the um, the Wonder Woman role, all they do is really put her in a, t- a figure hugging uniform and put her on some glasses. Yeah, she still looks beautiful. Yeah, and she's meant to not be beautiful. So, um, right. So, here, so can we get on straight to a conversation you and I had briefly over text? Yeah. Whilst watching this. Yeah. So you immediately said something to me that I retorted to you and said, "No, no, you got it all the wrong way round." Right. And then you claimed that I was being distracted by her good looks. Yeah. Which was a fair comment to make. Yeah. But. Um, you said, and I'm going to have to quote this oh, because no. <laughs> it's the only way of doing this fairly. You said to me, Linda Carter might be the worst actress I've ever seen. Yeah. So which I replied, really? See, I think she's the only one who can act. Her beauty is distracting you. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I understand what you're saying. I think... Should you, this is an impression of how she acts. Say, say for example, she asked you I think what she you wanted from the shops. different characters. And no. I know, and I'm quite mean. I literally, I mean it quite literally, but also in the sense that she does play a bad Diana Prince, like really sort of wooden, sort really of really wooden. Yes, yeah. it's, it's what, and then when she becomes Wonder Woman, it's yeah. just like totally natural. It's because like she's got less words to say, which is Wonder. But like her, my impression of her, like if she was asking you what you want from the shop, she should be. It's like she's reading off like a card. What do you want from the shops? It's like it's like. Is English your first language, lady? <laughs> Honestly, and I was like, it was like everything she said. Um, how are you today? It's, it's just weird, weird intonation, weird pronunciations of simple English words. So now like, I felt that about what is the going male on. I know, yeah, they were, they were pretty bad as well. And I and I thought personally when I was, I was genuinely watching it, thinking to myself, they've done a really good job of making a show in the seventies um, where they have deliberately made it uh, a female lead to start with. Yeah, um, but they've also They've also kind of made, really pointed out the male actors and the male characters in this mm-hmm. and made them thick. <laughs> yeah, pretty like they're, much. They're all very deliberately yeah. like lesser 
than the female acts. I mean, that includes both Linda Carter as, as Diana Prince, but mainly as Wonder Woman, yeah. but also uh, Baroness Von Gunther, yeah. who's played by Christine Belford. Yeah. The pair of them, to me, are both very much the principal actors in this show, mm-hmm. and the others are all deliberately dumbed down and made to look a little bit wooden, a little bit cack. Yeah. Well, I, I think... And I, and I liked that. Yeah. There wasn't too many... I mean, it was around the time when Charlie's Angels was, was out and um, having a, f- a strong female lead was uh, the, the way to go. Things like Cagney and Lacey as well, which we should yeah. definitely do. We've it. done... Cag- have we done... We, oh, we, we have, We've mentioned yeah. this. Every time you bring it up, you're like, <laughs> we should do Cagney and Lacey. I just love Cagney and Lacey. It's like I you've forgot. forgotten we've done it. Yeah. And that was a great episode as well. It was. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just like a strong woman is... is it, in that kind of time is what TV shows were all, all about. Mm. And then it kind of dipped away from that a little bit. Um, I just think Linda Carter is the absolute perfect person for this role yeah. in terms of if he wants someone to be a, a wonder of a woman, bang, you got it. Yeah. You got it. She can do the stunts. She looks great what, what she's doing. But when she's playing the serious parts, the where she's meant to be a military nurse or secretary of whatever she's trying to be, for me, that bit didn't fly so much. Um, it was like... They Enough didn't, to put you off. Not to put me off, but it was like they were scared to, 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 to ugly her up a little bit or to like make her any less than what she is. For example, um, it's the same with like the Superman TV shows. They, all they do is stick glasses on, on Clark and it was like, well, where does Superman go, So Clark? Okay, so a question in, you're more, you're more in tune with the comic world than I am. Right. And this was maybe a discussion, actually, a very brief mention of, of uh, the film Joker, which I saw last night as well. Which is um, my film of the year, I reckon. I would happily agree with that. Yeah. So in the original comics, yeah. you know, I, 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 like, I like, like to think that people have been making these TV shows and films in the last 50 years as true to the originals as possible. Yeah. So was there a very specific effort in the Superman and Wonder Woman, even possibly like this sort of Captain Marvel sense, to, to deliberately... Not try to uglyify, if that's even a word, mm. the the disguised version, like the disguised half. So your Diana Prince, your Clark Kent. You know, when you look at all the alter egos of superheroes, yeah. none of them are particularly well hidden. Let's be no. absolutely frank about it. Bruce Wayne's another example. Yeah, Peter Parker. You, well, no, at least they've got masks probably, on, right? But like Diana Prince looks like Wonder Woman, Clark Kent looks like Superman. Yeah, true. Um, but then I think Bruce Wayne, oh, I'm Batman, I guess. Yeah, maybe in that sense. But yeah. um, I, I, I do mean, you, do you want to see what I'm yeah. saying? Though, like, I mean, I'm willing to sus- suspend my my disbelief though, because like when she did turn into into Wonder Woman, it was a joy to behold. Essentially, um, there wasn't a lot of action. I thought no in, in this. There wasn't as much as I wanted wanted there to be. Um, but yeah, I think they wouldn't. I mean, you can see now they they they've gone away from that style of costume. It's too revealing. I mean, it's an interesting like, design of costume. Let's <laughs> yeah. be frank about it. the The top is very interesting. If when you get a side profile shot of her, and that's um, you know, please don't ever think that I'm being sexist in any way, shape, or form when I say this. But there was a very deliberate way of a very deliberate effort yeah. to make her as busty as possible oh, in yeah. this show. Now, I I'm not going to surmise anything here, but. 
I don't know how busty Linda Carter was in those days. No, I don't. I'm not commenting on anything. No, it's fine. Listen, it's a, it's a genuine conversation about it. I don't want to sort of like, you know, faff about with sort of dancing around it. Yeah. They very, like, if you look at the top she's wearing, yes, it's a, like a boob tube of some sort, but yeah. they've deliberately put the, the gold sort of swirls that are around on as well. And they oh, come yeah, out yeah, so yeah. far. Yeah. And a bit of it's like, that's a bit much in it. Come on. Come on. Well, if you get this is back in, and it's a show about empowering a woman, being the yeah. being the hero, being the being the savior of. But of also, the, story. the main demographic for comics in the seventies, and regardless of what people say, this is the truth. The, the main demographic of comic book buyers was men at that time. So for sure, they had to they had to kind of appeal to that side of things, which is why maybe I think the remake. Yeah. Um, what was it? A couple of years, 17, 2017, 2018, yeah. something like that. Was a very conscious effort, maybe, to not do that. Well, yeah, I think co- comic book buyers now. <laughs> Whilst they still say fairly true. Yeah. So it being, you know, the fact she had sort of short shorts on and a crop top, and that was about it. And obviously the the well, not the crown, is it? But it's like the the um, the like yeah, there's a little bit of a kind of a it's crown. It's also a crown, on. isn't it? Yeah, you know, that she wears. Um, yeah, I mean, look, again, I don't want to be nitpicky about this because I think the Wonder Woman segments were good. There was a weird character who was like a kind of a, a kid Sherlock Holmes type thing where, <laughs> I mean, I could kind of see that in the comics, Tommy. but yeah. Um, I mean, there was, it was a kind of bit silly and he'd get, you're, you're just like Moriarty, you are. Just like, oh God. Um, <laughs> like, and you can just tell like in the actual TV show, they wouldn't have characters like that. They would, because they have less time to like faff around. Um, but yeah, I mean, just generally, Linda Carter, without Linda Carter, mm. th- and I, even even with her acting, this wouldn't be great. I don't I don't think it was a great storyline. I was kind of bored, and I was like, "Come on, Wonder Woman, yeah. turn up, Wonder Woman, come on." Um, I think it looked good. It looks like it was you, shot on you film. You do expect it to be a little bit more action packed as yeah. well, as you say that it, it does lack a little bit of oomph in yeah. that sense. That it's it's Wonder Woman, you know, and she's she's essentially infiltrating, well, uh, sort of undercover. Um, Nazi infiltration, as yeah. it were. You know, there's there's sort of inside people within the U.S. Army who are trying to, I don't know, trying to cut out. You know, the they're trying to steal weapons and things like. Yeah. So that, you know, there's there's a sort of espionage feel to the whole thing, and that could be quite yeah. exciting. That Which could be quite action packed, and it's follows the comics. It follows. That's what happens in in the comics. And yeah, stuff. and like, it's basically like an air base, and there's a prison. You think. Come on, let's, let's smash through some walls. Let's have yeah. a couple of explosions. And it's, it is a little yeah. anticlimactic. I mean, there's a reason why Wonder Woman hasn't kind of reached the heights of some of the other superheroes. I know now Wonder Woman's very popular um, due to the, the, the current portrayal of it and, and the recent film was decent. Mm. Um, but I just feel that I wouldn't really want to watch on, to be honest. Uh, unless it was like a supercut of all the Wonder Woman bits, but I don't really want to see the Diana Prince stuff and the military stuff. It, it's, it's We'd rather have had more of Wonder Woman in it. Yeah. But then I think maybe it's pilot episodes. There's, there's not overdo it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think perhaps maybe this needs to be about, you know, how she disguises herself amongst, you know, real people. Because if you watch the original film which was released six months prior to this episode, Yeah, you get her introduced as a young Amazonian woman prior to her discovering her, her powers and her abilities and then her finding that and going out into the world as this new found, you know, 
sort of champion of champions, as it yeah. were. So I, I don't know if I don't know if you need actually. I think you might even need to watch the film before you watch the show. Maybe can we can we run through the commands for for, for this one? Okay, just yeah, we can go early. It's fine. Yeah, because I just I'm keen to see what you, you okay. What you're go on then. Do you want to watch episode two? Genuinely, I mean, if it's on straight away, yeah, I'd probably leave it on. Mm-hmm. But it was fifty minutes, mm-hmm. so it's another hour I've got to invest. Yeah, not in a hurry. I don't maybe even though. Do you know? If if I had a, like a Blu-ray box set collection, I'd stick on in the background for yeah. sure. Wouldn't pay too much attention. Okay, so can I jump a, command, a couple of commandments yeah, yeah. down then? Do I want to watch episode two? Mm, maybe. Would I pause for a pee? No. No, definitely so, not. So if I was like, like you say, putting the you know box set on or something, yeah. playing it through, mm-hmm. like at the end of the episode one, I'd be like, right, I'm going to get myself a drink. Yeah. And if it starts the next episode and I miss the first couple of minutes, so what? And here's That's how I'd feel about it. And here's another question, which you always have a go at me about. <laughs> would you skip intro? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you, yeah, for this one? Yeah. yeah. It's I'd too like, long. Oh, yeah. What's the first one? Oh, you man. get the gist. It's like, yeah, great thing, Jim, I know, but I like, don't need another two minutes of it. Yeah. Thank you. you. You can go away, put the kettle on, have a cup of tea, drink it, come back. It's still halfway through. <laughs> um, so it does it have a memorable theme song. Very. Yes. Great very. theme song. Very strong. Yeah. Extra bonus point extra for mentioning points. the show, of yeah. course. Yeah, all, all the points for that. Does it introduce you to a new character or journey? No, it doesn't. I don't think it does. You you kind of join it. You this episode, you join Diana. She's set in there as Diana Prince. Yeah. She's the PA to this uh, major uh, Steve Trevor, yeah. which is a rubbish name for a major. Come on, yeah. Major Steve Trevor. Yeah. Sorry, Steves and Trevors out there, but <laughs> that, St- Major Steve Trevor is not a man that I'm going to go into. You know, with you know, no, yeah, just no, you know. Um, so, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> and, you, and you wouldn't pause for a pain or would no, I? No, I wouldn't, no. Uh, do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? I, I A little bit of me hated um, Arthur Deal, the, the traitor. Yeah. A little bit of like you, scallywag. I, I, I liked Diana Prince and Wonder Woman. So, yeah. like, I empathise with her, but like... I warmed to her, but not an awful amount. The thing is, the problem I have with with Superman and uh, Wonder Woman is they've almost got no flaws. Like, mm. how can you empathise with someone who are, who's perfect? Flawless. Yeah, yeah. you can't. I, I want, if she was down colic as well, like in Cagney and Lacey, yeah. I'd be like, oh, then, like that's something human you can like attach yourself yeah, to. Yeah, she's selling bootleg DVDs out the back of a car. That's yeah. of, you know, that's something, you know, exactly. a flaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, she's perfect, so it's hard to empathise with someone who's perfect. Even in her frumpy disguise, she's flawless. Yeah. So I would say no there. No major feels. Let's yeah, put it that way. No there's, no, there's no major feels. Would you recommend it? I'd recommend it as background noise. <laughs> I wouldn't say avoid it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say, oh, definitely don't watch that. Like, mm-hmm. if someone said, is it worth watching one of them? We'd go... Yeah, give it a go for sure. Like, yeah. watch it. You know, watch a highlight reel on YouTube or something. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> watch it on one point two five speed. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, is there a mic drop moment? I can't think. No, of one. no, no. Um, does it defy expectations? I would say no for me. It was is is about what I thought it would be. To be honest, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really <laughs> defy them such. No, has it aged well? Ooh. 
I think it looks pretty good. I think it was shot on film. Yeah. It looks pretty good. And I also still like, I'll come back to the point of the fact, I liked that they, number one, it's a female lead. Yeah. It's a female supporting actor as well. In, in the, you know, you've got um, Christine who plays the Baroness Paula von Gunther. Yeah. I like that. That's very, uh, that's very modern thinking for 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you say it's around the Charlie's Angels thing, it's around the Cagney and Lacey thing, fine. Yeah. But it's another example of it doing well and then deliberately playing down the guys so yeah. that the guys don't come out on top. I'm pleased about that. What do you think of the transformation when she spins around, which is pretty iconic? Yeah, it is. And, and parodies. I, like... Yeah, I don't know. I, when I was watching it, thinking, I was thinking to myself, that's fine. Yeah. It's 1976. Mm-hmm. And they've... And a part of me kind of likes the fact it's not perfect. Yeah. It makes me think, oh, I can, I, I can do that now on my iPhone. Um, yeah. So, so <laughs> we, oh, that's, that's what we should do. Yeah, little special dish. We should try and do the Wonder Woman oh, transformations. You, from you to me. And then back into the other one again. Okay. Should we do it afterwards? Yeah, Come right, on, that'd be fun. Right. Fun is uh, an interesting <laughs> one. Um, and is the hype real? Well, I feel like Wonder Woman has had a lot of hype recently because of because the, film. Of the new film. So you go into you go into watch this with quite so, high expectations. No, my answer to that is no. I don't think it is. If you go from the new film to watching this episode, I think you'll be a little bit disappointed. It's a bit of a calm down, isn't it? If you went back and watched the original film, yeah, which I watched the first twenty minutes of just to kind of make sure it was similar yeah. to the new film, yeah, yeah. I would say you might be okay. Like the hype is probably, yeah. Oh, actually no, this, in fact, when you think about it, this is like 43 years old now. Yeah. So this is pretty good. Um, mm. But coming from the film, recent film to this episode, yeah, yeah. the hype's not real. It's not great. Linda Carter is in the Supergirl TV show. Um, As mum. No. Yes. N- no. no. Uh, it's Helen Slater who played Supergirl in the movie. Oh, that's right. Supergirl's yeah, mum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Linda Carter just plays... Another character, another character, oh, okay. a really strong character, um, and like she, to be honest, she has aged very well. So if it says has Linda Carter aged well, very much. Yes, so. okay, fine. She, she, we'll go with that. She's timeless. All right. Well, we will score that properly at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, Nineteen seventy-six. Uh, there are sixty episodes of Wonder Woman with the original film included, yeah, by the yeah. way, and uh, and I think they are all available on Amazon Prime. If anyone's got it, you have to buy it. But I saw that. Yeah. Um, you can actually go back and watch them in proper quality on Prime if, you, if you're so inclined to do so. Yep. Um, so there's that option for it. Uh, the one, only question I'll leave it with yep. um, is I just don't understand why there's a lasso or lasso, sorry. Um, I just don't, I mean, that's just so... It's a lasso of truth. Yeah, I know it is, but it's just, it just seems like a weird weapon of choice, to quote Fatboy Slim. Well, I guess in the comics she used it to to kind of get an info out of people because she was less about killing them rather than yeah. kind of just rehabilitating as a su- just them. Just as a superhero, it just seems like a very sort of yeah. old school sort of method. I mean, back in the days they had all... If you look at Superman's powers back in the day, he had so many different things that he could yeah. do and they've kind of like retconned them all away now. But telekinesis would have been a bit of a trick, you know what I mean? But anyway, um, that, that was the one, that's Wonder Woman. Uh, the New Adventures of Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman meets Baroness von Gunther. Wow. 1976. That was my choice this week. And you put up against it. Uh, my choice this week is an episode of television which is kind of like a TV movie as well. And it's also called The Pilot, so extra points. Oh, is it? It's, it's called The Pilot. I don't think it is. It's called The Pilot. It is. is it? Yeah, it's oh, called The Pilot. We'll debate that in a minute. <laughs> and it's The Green Giant 
No. <laughs> big man. <laughs> I don't know how to enjoy this. It's the, it's the big Incredible Hulk. As you may know, uh, there is no theme song at the start of, the, of this pilot, but there is a theme song throughout the whole thing and at the end. And it's the famous, one of the most kind of famous end tunes, I would say it is. And it is the sad, lonely man Hulk theme, which goes... <laughs> Why are you celebrating? Because this is a banging tune. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just, you forget. I mean... yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's one of those tunes that you hear and you're like, I recognise this. Yeah. And then you, then when you find out it's like the Incredible Hulk theme tune, it's, yeah. and say it's called The Lonely Man. Yeah. You're like, wow, the Hulk really had a, a really like down theme tune, didn't it? Yeah. And this is why I want to talk about about Joker, the Joker movie. So, okay. If you haven't, if you haven't seen Joker no, movie, no spoilers if you can help. Oh, yeah, of course not. The Joker movie is uh, basically an origin story for for the Joker, for um, the character Joker, and it it kind of like highlights the fact that he's a sad and lonely man misguided um, troubled troubled mental health issues and um, it kind of reminded me of the Incredible Hulk he has got a sad sad backstory as well and this is why I am going to say that I think this is better than um, Wonder Woman for, for, oh. for many for many spoiler reasons spoiler alert everybody <laughs> many reasons but look at look at this backstory so it starts off mm-hmm. um, really him, nice. Yeah, a, a nice montage of lovely, him, romantic. Yeah, really soft lens. Um, him and his wife hanging out, having fun. They're in love. Well, well, well nothing could possibly Wiping go wrong. on each other's noses. Yeah, you know, rolling around to the daisies. Yeah, flowers having everywhere. a lovely time. Get in the car, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, involved in a big car crash. Yep. The result of that is she gets pinned under the car. He get manages to get out. The car's pinning her. What can he do? Tries to lift that car. If only he had strength. The one thing he wanted from the very, very start of this film yep. is strength. And that has made it his life mission to get strength somehow. Mm-hmm. And this is brilliant. I, I think this is really, 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 really good setup. So then it fast forwards to him. He's a scientist. He is. Um, he has his partner, Elena. Elena. Elena, and they're interviewing a, a woman who managed to coincidentally lift the car. Yeah. Lift the car up um, in an accident. Save her son. So Mrs. Mayer. Yeah. Um, it comes in with her son because um, they're trying to suss out what it is these people have so yeah. on a scientific level that enabled them to perform feats of great human strength. Exactly. Now, Dr. Mayer, Mrs. Mayer, sorry, her her story is almost identical to uh, David's. And you see that from the flashbacks. He keeps yeah. having like visions. Other than the fact it was uh, her son rather than partner as such in, yeah. in the case of David. Um, the This is about 10 and a half months on, 11 months on from the actual incident so yeah. still grieving quite a lot, still a lot of it sort of going around in his mind and Still quite sensitive to the situation, yeah. so you'd be. It's, it's, quite, it's quite surprising that he would be involved in it, and but you can sort of understand why. 
Yeah, he, he's. But it's a genius way of getting yeah. into the idea of like super strength. As soon as soon as like she said, as soon as he hears her story, he switches into like into like beast mode, basically, yeah. just like which is coincidentally over and over yeah. again. So t- tell me, tell me what happened. Like, yeah, and I just felt this this sense of like strength in me that I didn't know was there. And then like afterwards, he's like, how did, how the hell did she do that? Yeah. Like, similar story, how, what... But they meet a lot of people, don't they? They meet yeah. a whole bunch of people, they interview them, ask them about these scenarios where they lifted something or they broke through something that was basically impenetrable. Yeah. Um, one guy kicks, like, a fire door down, you know, that one said that would have taken a battering round to do, but he just kicks it down. Yeah. Um, and as ultimately, from a scientific point of view, David Banner, that is, mm-hmm. um, and Elena... David Bruce uh, Banner. Yes, that's it, yeah. Dr. David Banner, and... Dr. Elena Marks are working together on trying to discover what it is these people have in common. Yeah. Um, they're doing sort of all, all sorts of molecular you know, studies and things like that, yeah. looking at their, their makeup and things. They kind of narrow it down to gamma rays. It's something to do with the gamma well, rays. They go all the way down to yeah. DNA and they see yeah. that they, each of them have the same sort of thing in common in their DNA. Yeah. Um, and it's also apparent in David. Yeah. But he didn't have the super strength. They all did. Yeah. He then, sort of fast forwarding a little bit, discovers that there was exposure to uh, solar radiation. Yes, um, sunspots or something. Sunspots, and therefore the gamma rays in the atmosphere were much higher, and they're measured on this graph, and he plots the dates against those dates of the incidents of the other people. They've all got really sharp peaks. He's got a great big trough on the day where his accident happened. So there suddenly is like a correlation. He's like, yeah. wow, okay, it's gamma rays yeah. that activates it. And luckily, he's got a gamma he's a ray. scientist, so he's clever. Yeah. He thinks, I'll talk to my science pals, we'll sit down, we'll make a hypothesis, yeah. we'll plan out a scientific experiment, be we'll get some guinea sure. pigs, yeah. we'll take about four years to do this, yep. we'll get funding, it'll be brilliant. Oh, well, Rob, or, he doesn't do that. No. He just goes, and goes straight in, in the, into the office, into the lab. Into the lab, straps himself in, puts it on Fix autopilot. a few buttons, yeah, closes the door and just like, this'll be fine. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Cue a montage of thermometers going up to the top, like yeah. dials reaching danger zones, red lights flashing, <laughs> and like him, him really stretched. I thought that sequence was brilliant. And, and they use this montage at the start of every episode going forward. Okay. Um, and he's strapped into this chair like he's like in a torture chamber. I was like, and the set design, wow, it was brilliant yeah. for this. I was like, this looks like a dentist chair mixed with a torture device. <laughs> A bit like in Clockwork Orange sometimes, when he gets tied to Sometimes the described as the same thing. Yeah, exactly the same thing. And he gets exposed to to what well, he thinks... is 300,000 somethings yeah, of gamma ray. Yeah, of, of gamma ray. And, and the thing is, as well, just before you go to the... It really ramps up the tension in this point, And it's yeah. sort of the countdown goes up, and then bang, the gamma rays are on. Brilliant. And then it's 15 seconds exposure. And... I'll be honest with you, I meant to go back and, and time it to see if it was real 15 seconds. Uh, a bit like when it we felt did, a bit longer, actually. Probably, but, yeah, it felt like a little bit longer, but that's okay. You, you're allowing that for a dramatic effect. And then it gets to the last little second, and then you're thinking, okay, this is going to go, like, you know, this is where it's going gonna, it's gonna to crescendo, and then, yeah. yeah, and it goes, nothing. Yeah, and that surprised me as well. I, I love like, that. Hang on, he didn't turn into the Incredible Hulk. No. What's going on? So then he goes, uh, he's like, oh, what? And then he, and then he uh, goes outside. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Like, yeah. There's one thing I picked up on. A bit of a flaw here, guys. Um, he does all that. Yeah. Nothing happens. He's a bit like, oh, okay. Unstraps himself, resets the machine mm-hmm. back to the upright position because he's in a laying down position. Walks out, doesn't turn any lights off, doesn't turn any of the machines off oh, or anything no. like that. He just left it all running. I'm like, it's a different time, 70s. I'm like, oh, mate, come on. Yeah, you're a, you're a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
At least put the seatbelt back in there. Exactly, you know what I mean? yeah. He, he probably got a grant from the government or something, I'm sure. Um, he gets in his car. Yep. He dri- drives away and he's like thinking to himself, oh, what's the correlation here? There was something else. That was something else. Hang on. It was like a thundery night or something. Um, Absolutely tipping down rain outside. Yeah. Thunder and, and lightning. Yeah, he doesn't get hit by lightning. No. But his car well, careers, well, crashes. So he has, well, so he has, crashes, yeah, so he has a puncture, he crashes the car, right? Yeah. Doesn't flip quite as much as before, but he's broken down, he's going to change the tyre. Okay, so yeah. he's jacking the car up, he's chucking down rain. He needs to get his licence taken off him, by the way. Yeah, he's he a terrible happens, driver. happens quite a lot. Terrible driver. Um, there he is on the floor, trying to change the tyre. He's got the car jacked up. And what appears to be the trigger is pain. Because yeah. he slips and hurts his hand. And that seems to trigger the yeah. transformation. It's and pain all of a sudden, anger. And then all of a sudden you, you see the, the Hulk. He transforms. And it's not like a Linda Carter swirling around transform. You know. We'll try and do this on, super, on special effects as well. <laughs> yeah. On our phones after. Rip our shirts. Um, basically, um, you see a montage of him like changing. Like the swap between the actor and yeah. Lou Ferrigno who plays the, the Hulk I was going to give a proper mention to Lou because that is yeah. I've seen him in real life as that well that is a body isn't it I've seen him at Comic Con sitting behind this the, he looks is he good still, now. is he still big yeah he's still big he is but obviously he's naturally framed very big anyway but he's big he's a, a Hollywood personal trainer to the stars oh I bet he is imagine just being like uh, so, oh. it does remind me you remember when we did Gladiators yeah right you know the Wolfman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like 70 now, isn't he? Yeah. He's still massive. He's still a personal he's trainer. A, he's, he's got his own gym. He's a bodybuilder. Yeah. He's absolutely immense. I follow him on Instagram because he's so, he's so inspiring to yeah. see someone of his age still being absolutely monstrous. But imagine you getting up at 5am in the morning and saying, yeah. oh, I've got to go for a run. Like, but like the guy who's running with you, your personal trainer, is the Hulk. <laughs> there is no sum of money I would not pay for Lou to be my PT. I mean... He'd probably be able to get him for a couple of hundred quid, I'm sure, for, for, well, a, for, for a consultation. <laughs> for, for, for a consultation. For a run, yeah. Um, but Lou Ferrigno is obviously, he's a hulk of a man. I think he was like very young when, when he did this as well, yeah. probably even like his late teens. And he's massive and he becomes the green monster. Um, as we Makes know. all the difference for me that he is a real person. Practical, yeah. And, you know, in that era in 77, when this was <laughs> out, or shown in 78 in the UK, um, you know, he would have been one of very few on that scale, just size-wise. Like, very interesting to say that. Because, because it's probably around the start of the kind of Mr. Universe sort of yeah. th- scene breaking through. So they asked they asked uh, Schwarzenegger to do it. And he would have done it, but he had uh, he was in the Conan the Barbarian. So he couldn't oh. do it. But he was friends with a guy at his gym called Lou Ferrigno. Ferrigno and recommended him. It was actually Schwarzenegger's rival in like competitions. Really? He was like, oh, wow. Lou could probably do it. Um, so, yeah. So, Lou stepped in and, and oh, the rest nice. is history. Can you uh, imagine if that had been Narnie? Oh, man. I mean, Either one would have been perfect. Like, Imagine if it was Arnie. Oh, my God. It'd be so, but maybe he wouldn't have done Terminator and things like that, so you never know. All these things happen for a reason. Yeah. But, yeah, mention um, for Lou this, morning, this afternoon. Yeah, so in the Incredible Hulk form, he sm- for some reason, he smashes up the car out of anger, his newfound body, he smashes up that car, and he hurts himself, basically. Mm. And he finds himself uh, turning back into uh, David Bruce Banner yep. um, a little bit later, and he goes and sees Elena. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, something mad just happened. Something Doesn't remember mental. anything. He wouldn't believe it. Uh, and and she kind of like tends to his his kind of like needs a little bit, and then this is the point where I am thinking, mate, it's been less than a year <laughs> since the wife died. Yeah, you seem a little bit cosy with this Elena. Yeah. But <laughs> did you think that? Yeah. Well, 
I mean, it's a little further down in my notes, but what have I drawn there? A heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so obvious that the two of them like yeah. each other. Well, yeah, it's, it's actually, and, like, really sweet, yeah. I think, in fairness, I mean, Elena's quite a good-looking lady. Yeah, yeah, very as much well. so. Yeah. So, you know, again, there's another one where they've used... And, you know, she's not the lead... No. But she's the main supporting actress in yeah. this. She and does a lot. She does a lot of, you know, the balancing between David and the Hulk. Yeah. So David so David tells her, look, this this we need to find out a bit more about the experiment. I think we're onto something here. We need to replicate this experiment again. And she's like, mm. Well, okay, let's let's try this with me. Yeah, again, being there. here's another scientist getting involved. So now we've yeah. got two scientists thinking of this. You think, okay, we'll sit down, we'll write up a hypothesis, yeah. we'll plan out an experiment, we'll get all the people involved, we'll get some control uh, you know, in place, we'll get some uh, tests, we'll get some uh, you know, uh, placebos in place as well. Let's just make a proper experiment. No, no, let's just the two of us rock in there in the middle of the night and we'll just wing it. And just before that, they had... These are, these are my kind of people, can I just say that? <laughs> they had a journalist come call in, called McGee. Yeah. Um, who's like, yeah, we found we found your coal smashed up. Why, why didn't you report it? What's, what's going on? And he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then they're doing the exper- experiment in, in the lab, um, and they find out that the original exposure to gamma radiation was actually, wasn't 300,000. It was no. closer to 2 million units. Yeah. Which is, essentially, to me, that feels like it could kill him. Um, Should have done. So they do it. He's like, well, I'll just do it again then. <laughs> so I do it again. And at first. Control Z. Control <laughs> yeah, Z. Just do it again. And then she's like, yeah, cool, cool. Um, she's basically partaking in potentially his death anyway. Yeah. She's into it. And she, <laughs> she's uh, into him. She, she presses play on tape essentially. And uh, the gamma rays start flying. And eventually she's like, oh, nothing's going on. Boom. A, a big arm smashes, smashes out of the window. Yeah. He's turned into the Incredible Hulk. And he is big and massive. And he's angry. And he's angry. And I think, is it this point that McGee witnesses this? And it's just like... So no, he breaks out the chamber, yeah. then calms down. Oh, yeah, he calms, calms down. Calms down. They, then, settled, they yeah. then go outside because Mr. McGee turns up. Yeah. Um, it's fun to say Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee. And Who is sounds the nosy villain. as well. And he's the villain all throughout Looks the like series William as Defoe. well. Looks as like we... William Defoe. He's the, he's the villain, all the sneaky villain trying to find out what's the Incredible yeah. Hulk. And, but Nosey then, Parker. But, like, watching it now, I'm thinking, all he wants to do is protect the public from a monster. I'm kind of on his no, side. No, he's definitely a shifty one. Yeah, but look, he's just... Right, yeah, he's a journalist. He's trying to get a story for his own benefit as well. But if there really is a big monster... Because he's, he's got a footprint from, from that car crash. Yeah. That's, that's like a Bigfoot's foot. Yeah. Easy for you to say. And he's basically taken this around. This is a flipping massive foot. Is someone take this seriously? And Dr. Banner's like, nah. Yeah. And then um, at the... Se- at- so there's a bit of a to and fro outside with the cop and the Mr. McGee outside yeah. with uh, both David and Elena. This yeah. is after the breakout of the chamber. They then go over to the other lab for something or other. I can't remember what it is. They... they- Basically, the other lab is like a sec- more secret lab. Yeah, something um, like that. So while they're away, Mr. McGee sneaks back into the one that's got the chamber in that he broke out in the first place. Doesn't he? Finds a footprint. Matches hides in the it. cupboard because he isn't coming back. Yeah. Has a little uh, little chit chat. And um, anyway, bang. Big explosion. Something yeah. goes bang. And so they all get thrown out of the building. Um, Banner's outside. McGee's outside. Mm-hmm. Elena's inside. Yeah. Banner's like, Elena! He runs back in. Gets really upset. Yeah. Emotions kick in. Uh-huh. And you can see where this is going. It's the emotion. It's the it's the peak of emotion. Yeah. Um, 
up, you know, anger, fear, upset, something like that that triggers it. And it's a callback to the start. At the Absolutely. start, he, he, he couldn't save his wife because he didn't have the strength. Now, now, his potential new love, he can save because he can become the Hulk. So he goes he does, back in. Goes back in. Saves her. Saves her. Doesn't but unfortunately, save her. Her, her injuries were, were too hard, so she died. But all, all McGee is, can see is Banner went inside. He's still in there. And Elaine is still in there. He just saw the Hulk coming out Hulk um, comes out with Elena but yeah. Elena dies yeah. Banner never comes out yeah so he, so McGee's telling everyone McGee's dead Elena's dead sorry he, McGee's ba- telling everyone Banner's, Banner's dead, dead Elena's, Elena's dead. died as well yeah and the Hulk did it basically yeah so he's put out an APB for, for this big Hulk who's basically a killer who's burnt down this this thing so the, but the end sequence I know we've kind of gone through this in quite detail but I think the end sequence is very good it's the it's the funerals, uh, the gravesides of Elena and uh, David Bruce Banner, and when everyone's gone, David appears from behind a tree, yep. goes over to Elena's grave, and is like um, has a little moment. Yeah, he's because like, oh. she shares with him when he's still Hulk. Exactly. I was wondering always, if he got that. It's, it's, she's always loved him and always will do. Yeah. But he doesn't remember what he, what happens when he is Hulk. So he says so to he her, goes to yeah. the grave and says, "I know you've never told me. Yeah, but I've always loved you. Yeah." And then it's he walks hard. away, and he's like, but she I'm did like, tell you when you were the Hulk, David, but I just don't remember. Just, you're so blind. Even I saw that, yes, and I never noticed anything. Um, and yeah, I just thought... It's a lovely moment, though. Well, so well written. Bloody mm. well written. The, this, the whole like mirror image from the start and the end, which is how you kind of... When you format in a screenplay, yeah. and you have like a template of, of what you're meant to do, having the start and the end mirror each other yeah. is like the perfect story like yep. um, line. And because it stands alone, because this is a TV film, yeah. but it's the first thing we ever see that was televised yeah. of the Hulk. It was released in, sense. in Australia, Philippines, and another couple of countries in the cinema as well. Right. Um, I think it's cinema, I think it looks good. Yeah. I think it's a really good storyline, good acting, especially compared to, to Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, obviously, they had a, probably had a bit of a bigger budget for, for Incredible Hulk, yeah, especially with those experiment stage. Um, but I thought the ending was brilliant. Uh, and it kind of sets you up for the for the for the rest of the, the episode. Yeah, to come in. Um, so we should. So run we score th- it. <clears throat> yeah, let's, let's let's run through the. Well, let's do the commandments. Yeah. Um, obviously, episode two. Do you want to watch some more of the Hulk? Yeah, I think I do. I do, but I'm not in a massive hurry. I'm not in a rush. It ended quite nicely. It was a nice ending. Yeah. So. As a film, yeah, loved it. Yeah. Brilliant. Feels like it's concluded. Don't need to watch more, but maybe sort of being told that there's more to come or there's a TV show to follow with multiple series. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, I want to watch it because I know that there's the Thor, that Thor appears in one of the, one of the episodes. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I guess so. More I, so I, than I, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, does it have a memorable theme tune? Yeah. Recognisable. Doesn't it say incredible Hulk? Although it should Hulk. do. Um, so it has a recognisable one, maybe not as recognisable as Wonder Woman. Though. I wouldn't say memorable, but rec- if you heard it, you'd be like, I know that. Yeah. But if someone said to you, sing the Incredible Hulk theme tune, I don't know how many people would be able to do it. Well, it's been parodied in a lot of TV shows. Um, um, Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's a little bit Jurassic Park isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I wonder if it's the same composer. Yeah. Um, John Williams, I'd, I would imagine so. Could I mean, be, yeah. he's written everything. Yeah. Does it introduce you to a new character journey? I think it does. Um, yeah, the Hulk. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you literally meet the Hulk for the first for time. For the first time, yeah. And you understand where he comes from. 
And he says, yeah, it's, it's such it's, a tragic it's a, story. It's a scientific experiment, yeah. but ultimately. But Would you pause for a pee? Um, uh, I think I would. I was, I was into this storyline. I really was. Probably. Uh, Probably would. Yeah. Yes. Do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? Yes. Yeah, pretty much all of them. Yeah. Hated McGee. Yeah. Um, but also have a, have a little bit of respect for him as well. He's just doing his job. Nah. Um, and obviously the Hulk and, and Banner. Um, would you recommend it? Yes. 100%. Yeah, I really liked it. Is there a mic drop? Yes. Yeah, the, the love thing at the end. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, honestly, I will, I will tell people... If there's how, what, how do you write think, a film? I, I think almost as well. Actually, the moment when, when he goes in the gamma radiation himself, puts himself in there, yeah. the lack of a crescendo is a mic drop. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, fair it, enough. It's it's a perfect use. It's a perfect it's a, use. It's a reverse mic drop. Yeah. It's a mic lift. Lift. <laughs> yeah, it's taking audience expectation, just going. Yeah. Nah. Um, does it defy expectations? I would say yes. Absolutely, it is does. better than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Has it aged well? I think yep. I yeah, was thinking really has. you could release this film now with new actors. I liked. I'd put, but to put something great. in here. Water ripples hiding transition. So when he transfer wow. transitions from the nice. Hulk back to David. Yeah, yeah. Right, you can tell they deliberately use cuts in yeah. from like water reflection to real look at him, and they're doing it slowly. But it's yeah. a very you know it's an intuitive way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it aged well? Yes. Is the hype real? Well, there isn't that much no. hype for the TV shows, so. and I think the Hulk gets a lot of. Uh, he's not one of the lead characters. He's not one people look out for as such. No. If, even in like the Avengers stuff that he's been in of late last twelve years or so. Yeah, it, he's always been very much a satellite character in a way. They haven't given him a proper film yet, so when they do, maybe, maybe he will be. I just want them to remake that. Oh uh, yeah, as it is, yeah. remake it. Gritty reboot. Make that crash of the star a bit more visceral. Um, yeah, maybe see a few other locations instead of like laboratories. But I like the story. Yeah, full stop. So remake that. Yeah, today. Yeah, brilliant. You could actually yeah take this out, keep the exact same script. Yeah, just, don't change the script. Yeah, just remake it. Yeah, you're completely right. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. Um, and there's the hype. There isn't yeah, so, any hype. So yeah, yeah, no, no, no hype. But okay, so score time, score time, score time. Wonder Woman, okay. out of ten, uh, yeah. my show. So I'll vote first to say I think. It was um, it was good, yeah. And there were strong moments for it. And I've got some love for the you know the sort of forward thinking nature of it all. Mm-hmm. Single dad as well. The warden was a single father. Yeah. Interesting concept to be tackling in the, in the mid seventies as well. Yeah, that's good to see rare. that being done. Yeah. But great theme tune. Great theme song. I'm only going to give it a six point five. Okay. Um, for the same reasons, uh, I, I agree. Again, Lynn, Linda Carter is great, and I would have given it considerably less points if it wasn't for her. Agreed. Theme song's great. I can only give it a 5.5, 5, okay. I think. Because um, I've, I've given decent things six. I can't, I have to give it a bit less than that. Okay, 12. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. I mean, it's not great score, but it's not bad. It's not bad. And we know full well that there are other episodes to come, and very often they are, you know, they do ramp up. Considerably, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? I, I would say probably the film's better than this one episode. Probably, I'm just going yeah. out on a, on a limb there, but Incredible Hulk. So I think this is actually, of course, the TV film uh, TV as opposed film. to the one we did yeah. with one. But it's called the pilot. It is called it's the pilot. pilot. Um, I really, really like this. To me, this is the perfect one of the perfect TV pilots for something like this. A bit like the A Team, how that was mm-hmm. the perfect instruction of those characters. 
I'm going to give it 8.5. I was nearly going to give it a 9, actually. Why not? I really liked it a lot. Um, what, what docks it 1.5 marks? Well, I think they could have been a little bit more adventurous with locations. But it's literally just in like two or three locations. I'm just like, it's Incredible Hulk. I want to see him interact with a few more people. Maybe see him out in the wild a little bit more. I know it depends on the, on the budget. Um... I just wanted a few more Hulk out scenes as well, not just the car bit and not just just smashing up a, a lab. Um, it's the first time he's ever converted into the Hulk, though. I wanted to see him interact with, like, oh, one thing I really, really liked is the, the bit with the little girl and the dad. Yeah. Because that mirrors the uh, 30s film Frankenstein, where, ah. he, where he throws a girl into a lake. Um, oh, Actually, for that, I'm giving yeah, it a nine. You're giving it a nine, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm giving it a nine. Going for nine. Yeah. It's, it's just it's up there for a pilot episode. It's up there. Um, do you want the good news or the bad news? Bad news first, please. We've only got a couple of minutes left before we need to walk on to the next, uh, what we're going to do next week. Okay, right. Good news is I'm matching you. Wow. It's an 18. It's a big score. It's going near the top of the table. To be honest, it's, it's, you can't, it's hard to get a better pilot episode. Does everything a pilot episode should, should do. We won't recap what we've already said. We've said it enough. Where does it go in the 18s? 18s are near the top. Okay. So, is it better than Dawson's Creek? Yes. Is it better than Halt and Catch Fire? Yes. Cobra Kai? I'm saying yes. Okay, okay. Dungeons and Dragons? No. There it is. Super. <sighs> the Incredible Hulk. Wow. Uh, that is very high indeed. Uh, yeah. We'll try and work out where that is exactly. Um, but what do you want to do next week? Um, we've said enough about this, so... Yeah. Next show, next week, you go do first. Um, well, I think maybe Old you stuff, go new stuff. Yeah. You want me to pick something? Yeah. I don't mind picking well, something. Uh, we've got loads of stuff on our list, and please uh, suggest the way I'm looking uh, at the shows. list now. Can I go for something brand new that I'm watching at the moment? Yeah. And then, um, in fact, just the thing finished okay. on the BBC. Yeah. Um, it is The Capture. The Capture? Yes. What's it's, that um, CCTV footage being tampered with Ooh. to frame a soldier. Ah. Okay. Um, it's um, Luther-esque. It's um, Killing Eve-esque. It's a little bit Bodyguard-esque. So crime. So crime, crime drama, crime. thriller, a little bit thrillery as well. Um, I want to put the capture down because I've seen it recently and I think it's a very good first episode. Okay. What are you going to match it with? can go new, you're can go doing old. That, I'm going to go slightly older. All right. But... It's basically what they did after Hill Street Blues, um, Homicide, Life on the Street. Oh. So it's like a real life thing? It's a gritty, it's a gritty drama. drama but, homicide, um, Life on the Street? Yeah. It's called Homicide, dot, dot, um, colon, uh, Life on the Street. It is uh, one of those shows, I think it's from the 90s, okay. where it's basically the grandfather of things like The Wire and... Oh, Cop show. No, better, but, be, better be better than the wire. <laughs> that piece of cat. But I think it'll be a good uh, comparison for, for this. Okay, all right, like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Okay, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you've got a show that you're watching, like me or like Jed, we watch stuff that's new. We watch stuff that's old all the time. We're bouncing on on demand stuff, Netflix, Amazon Prime, iPlayers, and, and American stuff as well. So any shows you've got to recommend for us, let us know on Twitter, please. Uh, Jed Shepherd, where are you? Find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J e d s h e p h e r d. Well, yes, we do sing that every week. Uh, I am on Twitter at the Jellyman. That's T h w Jellyman. Yeah. 
Uh, so tweet us uh, hashtag put it on the list yep. uh, that's easy for us to find as well then um, but if you tweet us into it we'll see it of course and we'll be back next week with The Capture versus Homicide Life on the Street that just leaves me to say see you later alligator ah here it goes you can do that every week no I'll stop eventually okay <laughs>